Saturday morning words and coffee. Hope you're having a good morning, evening, or afternoon out there whenever you happen to be listening to this. Going to look at Robert Frost today. And I think it's the first time we've looked at Robert Frost on words and coffee, which seems kind of weird if only because he's such a titan of poetry. He was uh, he won the Pulitzer Prize for poetry four times. Uh, the only poet to win it four times so far in history. Uh, he was born in 1874, died in 1963, and the poem we're going to look at was written in 1923. And it's called Nothing Gold Can Stay. The poem really depends on your approach to it and where you're at when you read it, I think. It's very brief. It's uh, very beautiful. And I think it's very accessible, as a lot of the poems are that I read on Saturday morning words and coffee. I don't like to break out the epics or something like that and spend too much time on them. I like the stuff that gets right to the heart of the matter. So I'm going to read the poem, Nothing Gold Can Stay. And then we'll uh, talk about it a little bit. And here it is now. Nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold. Her early leaf's a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf. So Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day. Nothing gold can stay. That is Nothing Gold Can Stay by Robert Frost, written in 1923. Frost, uh, very well-known, at least in literary circles now, but he was quite well-celebrated back in the day when he was alive. He actually read the poem at the inauguration of President John F. Kennedy. And as I said, he uh, won the Pulitzer Prize for poetry four times. Poetry, of course, now has greatly been eclipsed by uh, books, especially in in the literary realm, but um, completely dominated by uh, song, movies, uh, YouTube, you name it. It's difficult to even think of a contemporary poet today who would match the stature of what Frost was regarded at back in his day. He spent a lot of time, much of his time, uh, in New England, uh, Vermont, Massachusetts. He spent some time in England, but after moving back from England, he was mainly a Northeast guy. Uh, with his wife. And so a lot of his poetry revolves around nature, as this one does, using it as metaphor. And in that, for that reason, he can sometimes be regarded, I think, as kind of a regional poet, but I don't think that he is. Uh, so nothing gold can stay. He's, uh, let's go through it a little bit. It's uh, nothing lasts forever, right? I mean, it's a very beautiful way of, of saying nothing lasts forever, something that's touched upon a lot in poetry as poets look at life and that it can't last, and beautiful things can't last. The reason I said at the beginning that this poem depends on your approach to it and where you're at when you read it is because it can come off as melancholy. He doesn't let you off the hook here. Says nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold. I take that to mean the buds, uh, the buds of the uh, the trees coming out, and then that color fades. And he says her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. 
flowers. I noticed this the other day, even in the potted plants I have on the balcony here, that you know they they flower and then those flowers die and then they flower and those flowers die, and then eventually those flowers aren't there anymore, and they're done flowering for the season until next year. Uh, so her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. And that's very true. The flowers don't last, and the golden hue of the buds doesn't last. He says, then leaf subsides to leaf. Depends what you want to take from that. Leaf subsides to leaf. I kind of think it's almost like the, the leaves falling off the tree or something. You know, Leaf subsides. So this, there's this leaf, and then it subsides to the leaves on the ground. Or leaf subsides to leaf, which is if the early leaf is a flower, and those disappear, and then all you're left with is the, uh, the leaves on the, on the plant, and then eventually that too will die. He says, so Eden sank to grief, so dawn goes down today. Nothing gold can stay. Eden, of course, beautiful uh, bucolic place. What ended up happening? Temptation, and there was that fall. So like the leaf subsides to leaf, he avoids saying the word fall, to which I give him credit. <laughs> that he doesn't say the leaves fall, and he doesn't say that uh, Eden fell either. Usually you hear Eden and fall in the same sentence. He has, so Eden sank to grief, which is quite good. And of course, the fall from grace in Eden. So dawn goes down today. Nothing gold can stay. So dawn goes down today. That's an interesting one to me, if only because it sounds very melancholy. So dawn goes down today, but he doesn't say, so dawn goes down to darkness, does he? You know, so dawn goes down to day. So we don't ever think of dawn that way, do we? Right, that when we think of, you know, dawn turns into day and then we're waiting for sunset. That's the usual metaphor of things ending and stuff, right? If you're going to use uh, sunrise and sunset. But he says dawn goes down to day. Isn't it interesting that he uses that to mean that dawn ends because of day? And I think that's something to uh, think about. Or he could just be using it because it was a handy rhyming scheme for nothing gold can stay. But I'd like to give him a little more credit than that. So nothing lasts forever. And that's why this poem, if you're approaching it from a melancholic state, you could see in it melancholy. Or you could take away from it that you know, these things are all repeated again next year. Nature's first green is gold. Well, it's not really the first green, is it? It's the first green of this season. It's the first green of spring. There's going to be a next spring when it will be another quote-unquote first green. And all this repeats. So dawn goes down today, sure. But in 24 hours, dawn will be there again. Um, The only thing really in the poem uh, that has any kind of finality, so Eden sank to grief, that's never coming back according to what we've learned anyway, and according to the way we look at Eden, whether as a metaphor or a real thing. But that's over, that fall from from grace, and maybe there's no comeback there. That's something to think about. But nothing gold can stay? I'm not so sure about that, now that we've talked about it a little bit. Sure, nothing lasts forever. We get that. But uh, there is gold the next day, isn't there? There is another dawn. So meditate on that a little bit. That yes, nothing lasts forever, but don't get too down about it. Look for other pieces of gold out there and enjoy the fact that you uh, had that gold in the first place, perhaps. And we'll talk to you next time on Saturday Morning Words and Coffee. Bye-bye.